not afraid to tell it like it is. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon till 3 on AM 900 CHML. All right, you might remember last summer we were talking about assaults and uh, questions regarding uh, safety of staff uh, with St. Joe's Healthcare. And as a result of that, uh, a study was conducted. Details from an external review of staff safety at St. Joseph's Healthcare have been released. To talk more about all of this, Dr. David Higgins is with us, president of St. Joe's Healthcare in Hamilton, and is with us now. Hello, doctor. How are you today? Hello, Scott. Very well, thank you. Thank you very much for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. So tell us about this review. What have you? What has it revealed for you? Well, Scott, you know, as you commented earlier on, that we, we, were, we were concerned following a series of events in the winter where a number of our staff were seriously hurt uh, with episodes of, of violence that occurred in our organization. And as a result of that, an internal review was conducted. But then we also felt it important to, to arrange for an external review with experienced uh, peers from other organizations uh, to review our uh, processes for, for caring for staff, ensuring staff remain safe. And I think it's, uh, it's been a, an important review for us. And I think this review also, I think, was good in that it did say, it, it indicated to us that we were on the right track. Uh, and we also began and have, and have implemented much of the work on all, if not on most, if not all, of the recommendations. What have you learned from this review? What what has been brought to your attention? I think well 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 the uh, the review was was very thorough and for your viewers who want to review it, it's on our website. But I think there was there was uh, six broad areas uh, looking looking at there, and I think they were not entirely new to us. But I think what was important was the the emphasis uh, that they placed on that, and also I think what was also I think I think um, supportive and and uh, and very encouraging to us is some of the things we'd implemented. I'm just going to speak a little bit about one of the safe, it's called, thing called safe wards. Uh, this is a process where that from the National Health Service in Britain, which we pioneered here on our forensic program where those very, very ill uh, patients are cared for, where staff and, and patients uh, collaborate around how to ensure the environment remains safe, both for the patient care, but also more import- as importantly, for staff care. So. I think it was, it was helpful to us to see, I think, that we were on the right track. Uh, we have work to do. I also want to emphasize, though, this isn't the only thing we're doing in St. Joe's to, to improve our staff safety, but it's a very important piece given the events we had of last winter, uh, and, and we've learned a lot from it. Uh, the union at that point was calling for uh, more staff, saying that it was a staffing issue, that uh, that these individuals needed more help in doing their job. Any any chances of, of more staff being added or directed I, to the I, area? I, I don't necessarily agree with that, and I, I, I think we, we do we do recognize it really as, as how we do things, as opposed to simply implementing more staff is is uh, is um, is the answer. And again, interestingly. Uh, this report did not comment specifically that our staffing ratios were, were out of line with any other organization who cares for similar patients. You were talking about the six areas. Uh, can you just give us a brief idea of what those areas would be? Yeah, so the, the, the big areas were, were first of all, was, was increasing, it's, it's called increasing workforce capacity prevention, for prevention and management of violence. So a number of, of recommendations, for example, um, ensuring all of our staff had up-to-date training on uh, crisis prevention and intervention. Uh, ensuring that our tuition, for, uh, for example, for staff around specific programs uh, to enhance their education will be there, to, uh, to also to incorporate um, training around, around events, for example, using videos of, of and using simulated events, for example, to help staff hone their skills and maintain their skills in there. 
The sec second one would be ensuring our standards of care and the environment and team effectiveness was, was, was optimized. And again, there was a number of recommendations in there using, for example, um, tools to evaluate uh, risk, uh, using um, handover at, at, each, at, each, uh, at each shift of staff to understand the patients and their needs and, uh, on the day. Uh, and again, the, the third one would be standards for looking at events after the fact. So if, if someone was did escalate into an event where there was an episode of violence, how do we review that episode and learn from that so the next time we have such an episode, we, we can be ready for that and change what we do? And there's a number of recommendations around that. Also, of course, there are recommendations for, uh, for me, uh, for, for the administration in, in the corporate area. How do we um, look at the structures we have in the organization to make sure the recommendations emerging from events or even recommendations particularly from our staff can rapidly be reviewed, assessed and implemented as appropriate and also to make sure that we are comparing ourselves to others so not to be just smug and say we're doing an okay job but to look at how we compare with other organizations of a similar size and similar complexity to us and finally how do we look at how we protect staff using the facility and, and you, you have commented on some of those already. I think might be. I think most might be surprised that this sort of event even happens. Uh, can you explain, or, or, or at least shed some light into how or why these sort of things would happen in a hospital? I just want to say, Scott, that violence is never acceptable within our organization. But we also have to recognize, and I think our staff do this, and they come to work every day recognizing that they care for some of the people with the most significant brain illnesses, if you like. We we are the regional center for caring for those with significant mental health and addictions, and we recognize mm -hmm. that and are proud of that part of our mission. Having said that, we have to recognize that such, such clients can sometimes be unpredictable, and we have to understand how to protect our staff. And those events, while they were, while they were shocking, um, were, were something which, which we, we, and we obviously regret, um, we, we do recognize that that risk does exist. And our job in this is to take on, take on that challenge of ensuring the environment we create for our patients and our staff is as safe as it can be and how to ensure that, that we do deliver an effect, effective environment and effective care for our staff and patients. Uh, what is the response from the staff regarding this? Too early well, to tell? Early, or? If this is early, early days yet. Yeah, I, 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 just, I just came from a, a, a town hall with our staff on the West Fifth site. It's for our staff to see today. We've shared it with our union leadership as well. And so over the next uh, week or so, we, we, we've, we'll be seeking feedback from our staff in, into the, what they feel about this, and our, and our channels are open. And as I said before, this is not the only thing we're doing within our organization to enhance staff safety, but it's a very important one. And we're looking forward to the feedback from our staff uh, and to working with them, because we, we cannot do this alone. This is a team effort, and it will only be effective if we work together to ensure we create the environment that is best for, for, for our staff and best for our patients. Is this a common problem, doctor, in healthcare institutions? I, I think that's a great question, Scott, because I think if you, if you look at, I'm sure you've done this, if you look at across the world, actually, I think it's fair to say that in the healthcare systems, we have maybe under-recognized the, the, um, the, um, the violence that can occur, whether it's threats of violence, whether it's, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, uh, assaults, or whether it's very serious assaults, like the ones we experienced recently. So I think... I think as a healthcare sector, we, we have maybe under-recognized that for some time. We, we did recognize this about two years ago and began to work on how do you report these episodes. And there's more to violence than, than being physically assaulted. Violence takes many forms, including verbal, including threats, including other, other elements too. So we recognize the depth of that and have tried to address that as well. So 
um, it, it, it is a, a, an emerging issue. It's an issue we're becoming more aware of, but also it's fair to say that the populations we are caring for are likely more complex and issues of, of, drug, of drug use, issues of addiction, and issues of, of other brain, brain illnesses that, that, that do emerge as, as we have a, a complex populations that we care for. So, so I think there's a number of factors that feed into this issue. But I, do, I do give credit to, the, uh, to our unions, particularly ONA, uh, our Ontario Nurses Association for redrawing this to the attention, not just only in, in Ontario, but across our country and across the, the world, actually. Dr. David Higgins has been with us, President of St. Joseph's Healthcare in Hamilton. Details emerging from an external review of staff safety at St. Joseph's Healthcare have now been released. Doctor, thank you very much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Thank you very much, Scott. Goodbye.